the Fox show, um, you're listening, you're tuning in in your car somewhere, you're watching, you're wondering who are these guys, you know, I stumbled on, Christopher Walken's on the show, I'm not sure, is he? Maybe. <laughs> This week on the What the Fuck Show. Hey, how you doing? It's Jimmy Delaware. I'm on What the Fuck Show. Listen to it. Taste it. Just like pizza. It's fucking great. This is the What the Falk Show. My name is Connor Falk. You're listening through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Direct, my parents' phone, and the text message I just sent you. The goal of the show, witty informational conversation, or at least I fall can hope, they found in interviews. These interviews are from people from entertainment, from sports, from fitness, from the culinary arts. I'm very lucky to work in film and TV, and because of that, I get to meet and talk to some really amazing people. This week, my guest, Jimmy De La Valle, comedian, actor, voiceover artist, a master of accents, formerly from New York, now in Los Angeles. The guy's been on many different programs and shows. You've probably seen him on Conan O'Brien. You've seen him on My Name is Earl. Maybe you've seen him in the 5,000 different stand-up acts he's done throughout his 20 years in comedy. We're going to go and talk to him about his history, his background, and everything he likes about comedy and his upcoming projects. And maybe if I can, I can help me out with how I can get my own New York accent for an upcoming project. Falk, yeah? Let's fucking do it. Hey, what the fuck? Hey, buddy, you're on the What the Falk show. How the fuck are you? I'm good. I'm fucking good. I'm fucking good. Hey, I'm excited to have you on the show. I'm excited that Mr. Cooper from uh, Cooper PR from Cooper Talk uh, connected us together. I'm excited to talk oh, about yeah. your, your background and uh, from being in New York and the 5,000 different stand-up acts you've done in your career, man. You've been doing this a while, and by this time, would you call yourself an expert? Yeah, I, I'd hope so. <laughs> you would hope so, yeah. So I got to ask you, man, how the fuck did you get so funny? Because I did my research, I checked out some of your stand-up performances, and, and you're loud, you're engaged, and you really made me feel like I was there in the crowd. So how the fuck did you get so good at this? You know, <clears throat> it took years, man. It took, uh, you know, I was, I mean, I was actually probably pretty good from the beginning, but at first I used to look down, I couldn't even look at the audience. Okay. And actually the comedian, Andy Brill, had saw me in uh, Caroline's in New York City, and he was like, he's like, you're funny. He's like, but he goes, you should look up, man. You should smile more. Smile at the audience. Because I had this, like, mean look, you know, like a thuggish look. Okay. And, and then, uh, man, what a world of difference. The second I started smiling, and because and girls were like, I was, like, scared of you at first, even though you were funny. But then you smiled, and I was like, ooh, I want to bang him. You know, <laughs> so that's a different thing, right? So, yeah, so that was probably some good motivation to want to do a good set when you have some hot chicks out there in the audience. Am I right? Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, it was pretty crazy back in the day. You know, 25 years later, yeah, I ran too many girls. Yeah. Many movies. Well, <laughs> well, being in New York, you you were born in Syracuse, New York. You made your way out to Los Angeles. But in the meantime, in the beginning parts, how did you start? Did you do it in school? What was the first show you ever performed at? So the first thing I really ever did was I got kicked out of Catholic school in the fifth grade. Okay, nice. And um, they had to call the public school to see what to do. Because I was always in the hallway. Like, I wasn't learning anything. I never did book reports. I never read books or anything like that. Because I was literally always kicked out. Like, I'd be in school, make somebody laugh. No, no, you're in the hallway. Boom. Instantly. You know, like, so my whole class was, like, in the, in the hallway all the time. You know, like, I just always say, you know, I was in the hallway more than the janitor. They actually put me in Catholic school in the janitor's closet <laughs> for suspension for the whole day just as a punishment. They didn't know what to do with me. Wow. And, and uh, so then my one teacher took a liking to me, Mr. Alexander, and that was in public school. And he let me start, you know, he would let me do uh, stand-up at the end of the class. 
Nice. And tell a joke. And my friends would tell me a joke, and I would just kind of write the idea around the joke with the punchline and put it in my own way. Okay. That was like my first start of stand-up. And uh, then, you know, then I was forced to clap on to the whole whole high school and all junior high high school. And then I wanted to be a stand-up. You know, I just always wanted to do it. And then what happened was, at 17, I worked at BJ's Wholesale, and I used to push carts. They were like, hey, we're going to a Christmas party. Um, you know, we know you want to be a comedian. Do you have any jobs? I said, yeah, man, I can do it. And they, they booked me for like an hour for like $25. <laughs> and I brought my notes on stage, and I could do probably like two minutes. And then the rest was like looking at notes and just telling and stuff. And, and then it ended up great. And it's funny because someone messaged me the other day, do you remember that show you did in DJ? And I was like, oh, God, yeah. So that was like kind of really my first show ever. Well, so it kind of started with some abuse if we talk about it. I mean, it's 2017, a kid being stuck in a closet in the private school. That would be on that'd be on the news right now. Back in your time, oh, yeah, man. it yeah, wasn't a problem. Uh, yeah, the Catholic school is not... Uh, a good situation for me. It's not exactly a good situation. So when you were in New York, how how soon after did you start traveling? You said you'd done a lot in the Midwest. I mean, with over five thousand different performances, I mean, you've been and you've performed everywhere. So, like for example, yeah. from New York, yeah. where's the farthest you ever performed from New York? The farthest, um, probably England. Oh, nice. Yeah, England, Japan? No, Japan. Japan. Very, how was that? Well, good. You know, good. Uh, anywhere. You know, I write my material to be universal. Okay. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah, I'll have jokes and joke about subways or then I'll have jokes about living in L.A. But then I write, I like to write stuff that you can just, you know, hey, do you guys gamble? Boom. Now, everyone gambles all over the world. Mm. There's always little ideas of you can do a joke like that. Everyone had a... A, a tough uncle or grandpa or father. Everybody was either spanked or disciplined. Even if you're in time out too long, you think that's a discipline. So, you know what I mean? So it's like, I can relate to anybody. Yeah. Like, like I started doing the cruise ships a couple of years ago, and they put in the bio, it said, Jimmy, Jimmy can relate to anybody or something like that. He's relatable. The fact is relatable across the, you know, the, you know, internationally or something like that. I can't remember exactly what they wrote yeah. about me or they reviewed me. Well, speaking of cruise ships, man, I was recently on with my girlfriend. We saw a few stand-up acts. Now, what when you're when you're a comedian on a cruise ship, you obviously have your sets and you're going from there. What are you doing the rest of the day? Are you just like in your little cabin because the the entertainment cabins are like way down there on the bottom of the ship? Are you like uh, well, yeah. enjoying all the other things on the on the Falcon ship, or are you just kind of in your own room just hanging out? Yeah, you know it's funny. I joke and I just say, yeah, I'm the bottom of the boat. My roommate a feel. I get Wi-Fi from the Dolphin. <laughs> like, you know, like, I go, it, it, it sucks. I'm down there. I go, this is only just on my hands when I'm on, on stage. Otherwise, I have to go back down there and rub. Yeah. You know, like, it's stupid. <laughs> you know, like, but, but it, it just is like, no, but actually, it's great. I mean, dude, I, I'll do a 30-minute set. I do uh, four to five different 30-minute shows. Okay. So three are, like, uh, adult-rated, explicit. And then uh, two are clean. And um, I just, uh, I'm up there drinking coffee, hanging out with the guests or hanging out with the other comedians or entertainers or people that work staff on the ship. And uh, I like it. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not out there all the time. All the time just hanging out. Well, speak. Um, Because, you know, 
you know, I'm an actor, I'm an actor as well, so, you know, that's why I'm in L.A. If, I, if I wasn't, I would just be in either New York or I'd live in Nashville or, yeah. you know, where there's a big hub where I could just fly from city to city instead of, uh, you know, but, but here that's, you know, the acting is here, so. Well, in your acting, you've been seen on certain things as like Conan O'Brien show, obviously doing stand-up, but My Name is Earl as an actor, Soprano, Sex in the City, and many other different movies and small parts and, and upcoming projects you've done as an actor. So how was the transition from going from stand-up, being funny and entertaining, to, to going line to line, you know, from, from cut to action and things like that? I mean, it is a big difference, right? Yeah, I, um, you know, the, the, a lot of casting, they consider me a, Master of improvisation. So, anytime I get the script, I can, you know, I mean, I've taken tons of acting classes for years. Now, I was forced into the whole uh, acting world just on my look. You know, they're like, you'll you work all the time. You know, and, and all of a sudden, I started doing it. And I booked literally, like, almost my first thing I ever auditioned for, became SAG, and made tons of money, and... Uh, you know, I've done almost 50 commercials to this day, you know. Wow. So it, it, it became the thing of like, oh, okay, I'm, uh, I guess I'm kind of good at this. And yeah. Then, you know, and I had, you know, I was on Without a Trace, and, and I had parts, my parts kept getting bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden I got this movie uh, called Rivers Nine, where I starred me, Vinnie Jones, Jamie Kennedy, um, T. Thomas Holland, Elizabeth Rome, and Tom Downey. And Ed Roth. Anyways, um, I played the right hand man of Vinnie Jones. Um, Lock, Stock, Smoking Barrel, Snatch, all the, you know, all those movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, Great actor. Famous soccer player, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, next thing you know, I'm working 12 to 16 hours a day shooting this movie for a couple weeks at all different locations. I'm like, holy shit, I'm, I'm here. This is, this is crazy. Wow, I really can do this. And this was about, you know, I don't know, three or four or five. I can't remember how many years ago that was, but that's when I actually really started taking the business seriously. Like, wow. And then, right away, I just started getting an offer. I shot like eight pilots in one year as a lead, and I just started, you know. So, but now, right now, I have uh, the new film I just did called The Cross Up which I play a mob guy who uh, gets whacked, goes to heaven, and he's, and he's begging for his forgiveness to go get back home. And, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's really good. I'm really proud of it. And my One of my best buddies wrote it that I actually met on Rivers Nine. Okay. You know, that's another thing with me. Like, I always believe in, like, good work gets you more work. Yeah. That was, like, the relationship we made. We actually met uh, in the... In the trailer while we were waiting um to film and uh the next thing you know we're having lunches every other day and became buddies and we also just did a um sitcom called uh, not for nothing which i star and it's kind of like a blue collar seinfeld and then uh just got picked up we're gonna be on amazon prime so that just this, that deal just went through this last week well fuck yeah man you're working and as an actor in a stand-up as well that's all you can really ask for right is the opportunity to show your skills and hopefully get paid for it along the way right exactly but you know it's uh you know a lot of comedians can't can't act and a lot of actors can't do comedy yeah but um you know some that can do both it's uh you know Hollywood takes notice it's a good 
Well, Jimmy, something you talked about, which I think is good for a lot of listeners out there, the point of the What the Falk show, other than to provide some witty informational conversation, is to kind of give people out there, myself, I work in TV and film, very lucky too, as, as you are as well, obviously, we're very lucky to do that, but I grew up in a small town, I loved movies and TV shows and sports, I had no, absolutely no connection to the business, right, I had to kind of work my way in, and I'm thinking, I make a show like this, maybe someone else from a small town, small country out there is listening, and thinking, okay, I kind of hear about this person's story, I hear about the story of Jimmy De La Valley, and I see, okay, the decisions he made and how he got to where he is and I would like to be there as well so you talked about your look your character and you hear a lot of people on TV and things like talk and they say oh typecasting is the worst I think that's the fucking mm-hmm. dumbest comment I've ever heard in my life because typecasting is how people make a career they play who you are I mean we're not we're not you know uh, doing Hamlet here or Shakespeare so you've been able to really accept and, and playing the Jimmy look right so playing the Italian guy the big guy things like that exactly. you, you've been able to really accept that moniker right yeah, you know, it's uh, it's funny because uh, every once in a while I get some, uh, somebody, you know, you know these, these trolls, they like to post things on uh, you know, Facebook or sites or whatever. Yeah. And they'll try to knock me or something. They're like, man, I can do the same thing. I'm from New York. I can do it. It's like, no, you can't do the same thing as me. Yeah. Or you'd be, or you'd be doing the same thing as me. Yeah. But they just hide behind their little computer and they yeah, he's so freaking lucky, this guy. Who picked this he's something to get these bucks, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, it's ridiculous that, you know, it, I, I remember the same thing with uh, my cousin Minnie came out, and all the girls, you know, in Brooklyn, I'd be fooling around with, they'd be like, I could do that same thing as Marissa. It's just ridiculous, <laughs> I can't believe it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and they're like, my, 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 I just look right. You know, they'd say stuff like this, and they shut up, you're like, really, you you're going to betray yourself to bring yourself to a bed. Yeah. You've never done anything. Yeah. <laughs> Who won an Oscar for that role, right? So they're saying they can win an Academy Award just in a second with Joe Pesci. That's crazy. What the fuck? Uh-huh. What the fuck? Well, while I have you on the show, man, it's it's hopefully you're okay with it, but you're, you're an accent's extraordinary. You're improv extraordinary. You've done a lot of voiceover work with everything else. Myself, I'm helping a friend out in a few days, and he wants me to play that kind of an over-the-top New York guy. So I'm thinking, anybody else out there, the What the Falk Show people are usually listening when they're playing video games, they're falking going for a walk, they're in their falking car because you know how bad traffic is here in Los Angeles. Can you give me some tips on how I could try to get that that kind of accent a little bit? It's going to be bad, I know it, but all I can think of is like the Goodfellas. You think I'm funny? I'm a funny to you? What am I, a fucking clown? Like, can you kind of help me out a little bit, like layman's terms, of how I can kind of work right. on that accent so a little bit? So you're doing what, a voiceover? Yeah, no, I'm doing like just a little short with a friend, and he wants me to play an over-the-top Italian guy. So I'm wondering if you have any tips and just some very basic this, things. This is in L.A.? Yeah, it's in L.A. So, and you're supposed to play like a mob guy? Yeah, I'm just like, an, actually, I'm like an Italian guy who's on the run from like the mob and the IRS. I'm just kind of over-the-top guy in his 20s who uh, Falcon owes a lot of money to people and shit like that, you know? So, right, I'm kind of... What, what, what is your name, your full name? My, my, my full name is Connor Falk, but on the, sh- on the on the project, my name is just Vinny. That's all I have is Vinny, a, a guy and a wife Vinny, beater. Right? Yeah, tight, w- tight wife beater shirt and some pants. So what you do, right? So you take and you go, my name is Vinny, right? My name is Vinny. Your name is Vinny, right? Yeah. You kind of drag it out. My name is Vinny. Vinny. Okay. Drag it out. My name is Vinny. How you doing? I'm freaking Vinny. I forget about it. That's the name of the project. Okay. My name is freaking Vinny. Forget about it. Or is that a little too much? That's the actual name of the right. short is forget about it. Oh, that's the name of the thing, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, you know, you just, you don't try to, uh, you try to be yourself. 
Okay. You don't try to, you don't try to, uh, you just, you take who you are and who mix you are. it. You don't try to be De Niro, you don't try to be Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. Yeah, I'm not funny. I know that. Yeah, okay. You just try to just be yourself. Italians, they talk a little, a little slower. A little slower. Want okay. to make sure everybody understands. What I'm talking about. Okay, understand. So, to slow, to talk, to deep. So, like, when I go to the auditions, and they're like, yeah, we had to be just a slogging with, hey, how you doing? Forget about it. Like, whatever it is, right? Yeah. And then they'll go, Jimmy, you just slayed it, Jimmy Dallin. Like, you don't need to push anything. I said, oh, well, I thought you wanted me to really push. Yeah, but you're already in the auditions. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's like, and once again, all about who you are, so you just bring bring that and mix mix and match. Then think what you think, like who who it should be. Like I said, elongate the words, slow them down, slow them down. How I'm Vinny. Okay, forget about it. I'm Vinny. How you doing? Kind of a little slower so how they can you, hear what I'm saying. How you doing? How you doing? Okay. Fuck yeah, man. Have you actually ever done any teaching with voiceovers? Oh, yeah. I've done. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, hit me up after about the film. Maybe, maybe uh, there's something in there I can freaking do. Okay, you know, fuck yeah. Myself. I definitely would. Okay, so, okay, you're in New York. You've been in L.A. for how many years now? About four to five years? Uh, over, a little bit over ten now. Over, oh, sorry. Over ten at this point. So, what was the biggest difference? You go from New York... You know, now I'm starting to want to add a little accent. I'm sorry. So you go from New York and yeah. then you come over to Los Angeles. So what were some? Was it just a kind of a culture shock, or what was it like? Yeah. So what happened was, uh, you come over and uh, you know you, you don't have your public transportation like you did. I mean, we do have Seriously. something like I actually just got invited to a screening for uh, Dr. Dre and uh, Jimmy Iovine. Wow. So their new their new movie coming out. They did a remake of. It. The movie, The Defiance Ones. Okay. So, I literally just, they just shot me an email. Hey, you know, the book. So, yeah. So, I'm going to go to that uh, Thursday. Now, I'm going to take the subway. It's to downtown LA, and I will take the subway. People in LA are scared. I don't want to take the subway. It's going to be an earthquake. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you just take the subway, and you take whatever happens. And some people are like, it's scary on the subway here. I mean, it's, it's, it can be that, you know, you got the more crazies. As I always said back in the day was New York had nothing to prove. Everyone else had something to prove. So it was like, you know, you walk around. I never had a gun pulled on me until L.A. I've had it really? two or three times now. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. In New York, never. I was in a gang. Never. You know what I mean? It's like. People got something to prove. New York's already got it, the stamp. Yeah. You know, so then, you know, you're somewhere, you're in Cleveland or Philly or, you know, whatever. They want to be the tough guys, which, you know, I, lo I love all these guys. I respect them all. But they're, they're not pulling guns on me. I'm just saying, you read about it, and you're like, what the hell? You're like, I go down that street every day. It's never an issue, but all of a sudden, you know, there's an issue. There's an issue. Now, let me talk about you, an issue, a very important part of the What the Folk show. It's a very important question I have to ask you, maybe the most important question of this interview. Jimmy, do you fucking like pizza? Do I like pizza? Yeah, you like pizza? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, all the, uh, 
you know, the major uh, actors out here, the, the guys from uh, Bronx, Brooklyn, uh, Queens, Philly, Boston, they all they all come come to me for the pizza. We I know where to go. When we go, we go get the best slices out here in L.A. And, uh, you know, that's how, that's how you do it. If you go to Brooklyn, you get the square slices. It's from all yards around me. Okay. Okay, so speaking of good pizza, though, I got to talk to you, man. Next time you're in Central California, where I'm from, specifically Bakersfield, I need you to check out Ferris Pizzas, the best pizza of the best Falcon price with the most love in it. I know from my own experience, and it's also the sponsor of the What the Falk show. If you ever find yourself in Baco doing stand up or acting in a movie or TV show or commercial, can you check out Ferris Pizza for me, man? Can you Falcon do that for me? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, let me know the name of the fake. I will, I will. Ferris Pizza, I'll let you know, and I'll also add them uh, here on the on the What the Falk show with all the social media and stuff. And here, wrapping up the interview, I appreciate you taking your Falcon time. Upcoming projects for you, we got the High Court, we got Path to Salvation, and Men of a Funny Age. Now, are we also going to be doing some stand-up performing coming up soon? Any other place we can uh, find you? Yeah, well, the High Court just aired. Okay. It uh, was on uh, Comedy Central. That just aired. We just did that. And um, uh, Men of a Funny Age is with uh, Joy Medina and Russell Peters. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, I think can't remember the other guy's name that uh he's like a famous uh, announcer for like uh i think he's on the wayne brady that left to make a deal or whatever the hell he is okay can't remember his name anyways he's in it and uh also uh, i got my movie the cross-up that i started that's oh. i'm in every second of that movie that's coming that's coming out that's gonna be hitting all the film festivals Fuck that's yeah. the one we're hoping that i uh you know, get nominated for Best Actor, you know, hopefully I bring home some awards. Yeah, absolutely, know? man. At least an Academy was, Award. Yeah that, yeah, that was directed by Eddie Velez. Okay. Also, Not, not For Nothing, my new uh, sitcom series, it's like a blue-collar science out. It's going to be out on uh, Amazon Prime okay. within, within the next month. So people can also go to funnyjimmy.com, which will bring you to jimmydelavalley.com. So funnyjimmy.com, boom. They just click, they can add me into the Facebook VIP group. Nice. And they can get the tour dates right there. They want to book me for anything, they can email me or to my manager or whatever. They can get a hold of me. Um, I'm going to be at the Last Factory, Long Beach, uh, April 23rd. Okay. Um, April 25th, I'll be at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. And April 28th, I'll be at the Ice House Comedy Club. Love it, man. I'm definitely going to try to catch one of those shows. And something else I want, I want to listen to, and I have a little bit from being online, if people out there are going to like it, it's a Jimmyism, which was an audio CD that came, you came out with that was very popular. Where can we find that? So that that is no longer. We're not selling that anymore. Oh, I actually shit. went and did a, um, my comedy special, which is now on Amazon Prime. Okay. It's, it's just a Jimmyism. It's just so we we, okay. we changed uh, from the CD. We went to the DVD, and then that's my comedy special that came out a couple of years ago. Um, and we actually didn't put it up until uh, 2016, November of 2016. It's doing really well on Amazon Prime. So I'm in business with Amazon now um, for you know all my projects so. love it man fuck yeah man hey i appreciate you being on the show it was really fucking nice talking to you and i can find you on twitter just search or find at jimmy de la valley right any any fans yeah, out there at jimmy de la valley yep but then funnyjimmy.com they, they can click and get into my uh facebook uh, vip group and uh let 
let them know that they heard me on the What the Funk show. I will, man. Right? Yeah, I will. Fuck yeah. And I appreciate you giving me some tips with the accent. I think that's really going to help me out. So uh, yeah. have a have a great night, man. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Hope to talk to you soon. And hopefully someday maybe we fall and work together. Who knows, man? Sounds great, man. Okay. Peace. Bye-bye. So that was Jimmy De La Valley, actor, comedian, voiceover artist, accent master, as you saw. Helped me out with some accent of an upcoming project of my own. 5,000 different stand-up performances. Conan, My Name is Earl, The Soprano, Sex in the City, The High Court, Path to Salvation, Man of a Funny Age. He's got his own, he's been in so many pilots coming out, he's got his own show coming out. So you can find the guy, find him at funnyjimmy.com or jimmydelavalley.com and also on Twitter. You can find the What the Falk Show, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod, Direct, my parents' phone, and the text message I just sent you. And the handle for the What the Falk Show is my WT. Show. That's the same my WTF show for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and all those different things. I'm Connor Falk. Thanks for Falk and listening. My goal try to provide some witty informational conversation that was information about Jimmy De La Valley and how he got to where he is. So anybody out there who's a who's a hopefully stand-up comedian or hoping to be an actor, or hoping to be a voiceover artist, hopefully you learn something along the way. Thanks for Falk and listening, and uh, we'll talk soon.